Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Andy Bates. We have a great guest today. We get to talk about hymnody and the Lord's Supper, which is super exciting. There's a great article in the November issue of the Lutheran Witness. You should hopefully have those on your coffee tables or maybe at your church by now. Uh, all about the Lord's Supper. There's a great article about hymnody and singing during the Lord's Supper, and we love talking about hymns on the coffee hour. So this is this is really going to be a fun one today. We have joining us Pastor Paul Becker. Uh, from Concordia Lutheran Church in Kingsport, Tennessee, joining us today. Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. I'm so glad I could join you. Thanks. Thanks for asking me. So we love we love talking about singing and hymnody, and now we get to talk about all of that during the Lord's Supper. What does singing during the distribution of the Lord's Supper add to this this part of our divine service? Oh, singing. Um, the great hymns of faith uh, always adds so much um, uh, in so many different ways. Uh, just to mention, try to mention a couple of them. It's it's something that first of all uh, binds us together as as a congregation, as we have to listen to each other and uh, sing at the same words at the same time and <laughs> the same speed uh, and so <laughs> forth. Uh, it also connects us with uh, previous generations. Uh, it may connect us with um, memories of our own life as we, we get to be uh, parents and grandparents and, and uh, just remember, start to sing hymns from memory. Uh, it's a, it's a, an amazing thing to experience how it, how it binds us together uh, here in the present as well as uh, with the larger uh, body of Christ, which we just celebrate all of November, don't we? With starting with all saints and and going all the way through. How is singing, particularly during the Lord's Supper, a, a confession? How is singing a confession? Well, uh, it, it's a, an extra commitment in a way, isn't it? Uh, if you you think about. Um, just saying the the creed, for example, uh, that that takes an effort and a commitment, but to actually sing um, requires uh, a, a little extra uh, energy, if you will, <laughs> extra commitment, uh, and uh, so it, it's just uh, you know you have to pay attention to more than just the words. You, you have to uh, pay attention to the to the notes and the and the, the music that's going on. Um, I, I think it was Augustine who said, "He who sings prays twice." Mm-hmm. So uh, we, it's it, it really is a way of, of saying this is something that's so important to me. I'm going to sing about it. Uh, and you know, the number of places that people can sing in in life anymore in this world are are really limited. Uh, and that's why I'm so glad I was asked to to share about singing at the Lord's Supper in particular, because that's one of those rare places. Mm-hmm. So important. What is particularly unique about uh, the hymnody that falls in that Lord's Supper category in our hymnals? What's what's special about that section of hymns? 
Oh my, where to start? <laughs> uh, they, um, of course, they these uh, these hymns go back uh, to the time of Jesus and his disciples. That it says in the Gospels that after they completed the the Last Supper, they went out to the Mount of Olives and they sang a hymn. Uh, actually says that in the, the gospel. It may have been one of the Psalms at that time. Who knows? Uh, but really, ever since, uh, we have hymns, you know, going back uh, uh, to the 12th century, to the 16th century, 20th century, uh, probably some communion hymns even from this new century. Um, and so, so what they, what do they talk about? They, uh, they talk about uh, what is happening in in the supper? Uh, how we're in the in the best the best of the communion hymns talk about Jesus' body and blood given to us for the forgiveness of sins. Of course, that leads us to uh, an element of praise uh, to God for these incredible gifts, and then to uh, the, uh, the the last part, which is always uh, some sort of a prayer. Uh, usually for our continuing life in this world, uh, that we would see the benefits and the fruits of this in our daily lives. So that's just a rough outline of of what basically happens uh, in these hymns. There's many other aspects that I talked about, you know, the communion of saints before. There's a a lot of um, uh, talk about how this draws us closer to our Savior Jesus in particular, uh, you know, and uh, the the peace and the joy, uh, the assurance of heaven that comes to us. I mean, the the, the joy of Easter. As to, you know, every season of the church here, you know, lends its own uh, little particular emphasis to the celebration of the supper at that time. In fact, so. So, do you have favorite hymns? That you you like singing during the Lord's Supper? Do you want to look at uh, some of these hymns? Yeah, I love all of them, of course. <laughs> all the hymns. That's I'm on board right. with that. How can I pick a hymn? Well, in the article you referenced, of course, I talked about Luther's uh, two big hymns. Um, um, oh, Lord, we praise Thee, bless Thee, and adore Thee, and then Jesus Christ, our blessed Savior. Um, but I wanted to turn to uh, number 636, Soul, Adorn Yourself with Gladness, um, uh, in the Lutheran Service Book. Uh, it's a classic hymn uh, of the Lutheran chorales. Um, and it starts out where, you know, talking to yourself almost and, and recognizing, you know, leave the gloomy haunts of sadness. And I, I just thought, what an appropriate message for this year. Uh, when people have been, uh, you know, put into this this cloud of, of doom and gloom over a pandemic, and um, how how Jesus is inviting us to to leave the halls of sadness and and to uh, rejoice in His presence that He is here for us. So the, all of our best Lutheran hymns, you know, celebrate the real presence and talk about the difference that it makes. Um, in our lives and, and how it's so personal and yet corporate uh, together. Uh, but, you know, there's so many treasures in, in this hymn. Uh, that to sing all eight stanzas uh, takes quite a while. It's, it's a nice uh, stately tempo, and uh, but it's just delightful. Mm-hmm. 
That is one of my favorites too. I think, um, oh, and even pick, I was going to pick a favorite stanza, but I don't even know if I can from that one. <laughs> oh, but uh, uh, the, uh, you know, Jesus, son of life, my splendor, Jesus, friend of friends, most tender, Jesus, joy of my desiring fount of life my soul inspiring it's just it that is a wonderful one uh, is there is there another one you'd like to look at uh, yeah I'll just um go back a few pages uh to a 20th century hymn uh, number 629 um, what is this bread uh so that this is a great uh, uh question and answer format you know, what is this wine? Who am I? Is God here? Is this for me? And and then all the uh, wonderful confession and the answer and how it ends. Oh, taste and see. The Lord is peace. He's king. He's free. He's real. The Lord is good. Uh, it's, it's just a delightful, delightful hymn. Um, by word and promise clear and mouth and soul, he makes me whole. Christ truly present in this meal. Oh, taste and see, the Lord is real. So you know, you sing this, and it it just helps uh, seal it in your in your mind and in your heart. I've um, often commented, you know, when you sing something, uh, you really never forget it. I don't know if you've, you all have experienced that, but um, that that's the way to really memorize something in a, in a deep way. Uh, which is one of the other important parts of singing these hymns together. It uh, mm -hmm. helps build our our memory. Which you know, as as people get older, this is is the great thing that you know a pastor can go in where where he's still able to, uh, you know, and and uh, bring out some of these old hymns. And that's what people, even if they have lost their memory, they will recognize hymns and start singing along uh, with you. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's. It's a great comfort and a great blessing. It's a healing medicine for both body and soul. As a, I just wanted to mention also Luther's comments in the large catechism are, are just um, delightful uh, to me. Uh, he says, for example, uh, we must never regard the sacrament as harmful, but it is a pure, wholesome, soothing medicine which aids and quickens us in both body and soul for where the soul is healed. The body has benefited also. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he, he, I love the part where he talks about the dangers that we face from the devil, the world and the flesh. And he said, if we could see those um, daggers, spears and arrows that are aimed at us every moment, you would be glad to come to this sacrament as often as possible. The only reason we go about so securely and heedlessly is that we neither acknowledge nor believe that we are in the flesh, in this wicked world, or under the kingdom of the devil. So, you know, the, when you sing these hymns, uh, all, of, all of that is, is not only is recognized, but it's put in its proper place. Uh, you know, we, we are established in Christ so beautifully and firmly. Uh, we can experience his, his power to heal and to save. And, and that, you know, we say forgiveness of sins is the, is the chief gift, and that's true, but that has so many facets and so many applications that continue to unfold uh, throughout life. And, and these hymns actually point out a lot of those things that uh, we've hinted at. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. There's something uh, very, very powerful about uh, singing these words about and confessing our Lutheran doctrine and our, our, our beliefs about what we are actually doing in the Lord's Supper as we're actually doing it. Uh, my husband introduced me to this a practice of, of carrying my hymnal up to the altar uh, or, mm-hmm. or bulletin, I guess, but and and continuing the singing as you're going to and from uh, and, and how many times I've been singing uh, confessing what I believe, uh, you know, right before receiving the sacrament, uh, it it definitely it helps to get your mind and, and your heart in the right place uh, as I you're receiving the sacrament. I love it when people do that because otherwise, sometimes the the singing can uh, really drop off. But <laughs> 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 a whole new group of people come up, and they're the the strong singers. So yeah, bring your hymnal with you. <laughs> Keep on singing. <laughs> what a wonderful thing. Well, Pastor Becker, we are all out of time. Uh, thank you so much for uh, talking us through these hymn, these hymns. Uh, you can read his article uh, about singing the faith in uh, during the Lord's Supper in the November issue of the Lutheran Witness. Um, Pastor Becker, thanks so much for joining us on the Coffee Hour today. I enjoyed it very much. Thanks for having me. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Andy Bates. 